Death Star. That thing's operational. Dr. Banner. Now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret, Captain. I'm always angry. Hello and welcome to episode 113 of the Usual Podcast. Podcast we discuss Star Wars Yoda Public, the Star Wars franchise, and geek and pop culture. I'm your host, Marshall, and with me, as always, we've been having some back and forth tonight, but that's okay, is my co-host, Will. Say what's up, buddy. How you doing? You know, there's really no such thing as back and forth between you. It's really you and just taking it. So we're just sitting here enjoying our usual frosty beverages. Uh, what are you drinking, dude? Um, I actually had another prankster this week. Um, yeah, we went to the same spot. We did. Oh, God, it's the best burger in town. Yeah, you're into that. It is really good. It's good. Um, nice pepper jack cheese with some cremini mushrooms. Oh, yeah. so good. Uh, and then I just finished uh, drinking a, a Gatorade. Um, yeah, no one cares about the Gatorade. Uh, it's important to hydrate, yo. <laughs> uh, speaking of hydration, I am drinking uh, Stone 21st Anniversary Hail to the Hop Thief. And it is a double IPA. It's delicious. And I love everything about it. It's 9.8. Uh, I've been milking it through trailer time. Uh, but it's going to be a heck of a show. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so before we get started, if you have comments or questions, you can find us at theusualpodcast.com. Email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com. And we're on Facebook, Google+, Plus, Pinterest, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube. That's a lot of social media. I'm at Darth Pops on Twitter. Will is at I'm Will Griggs. See, I didn't let you respond there. Uh, we're on iTunes, Stitch Radio, maybe Google Play. Who knows? Um, but when you see us, give us some stars. Give us a rating. Let us know. Let us know you like us. Stars are always good. We like to be liked. Moving on. Uh, we do have the timestamps in the show notes for non-Swore Tour fans. We do have a ton of Swore Tour this week because... A bunch of stuff dropped, like, yesterday. Word. <laughs> so we'll be talking a lot about that. Um, and thank you to everybody in the chat room. Oh, we're on Google Play still. <gasps> Thanks, Keen. Confirmation. Word. Are you going to do that the whole time? Word. Don't you? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so what was I saying? Oh, yeah. Chat room, thank you for being there. Uh, we do our best to keep our eyes on chat. Thank you, for Skeen. Uh, too Little, Steve. Uh, and, uh, Zookeeper for hanging out with us during trailer time. We really appreciate that. And Shaggy's is here as well. Um, big Swartor news. Very big indeed. Indeed. I like the Trump reference. Yes. You like that? All right. So, uh, the huge, beer's, huge. The, 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 the beer's already kicking in. Anyway, so feel free to jump in whenever you can, but we got a ton to talk about. So let's jump right into it. Uh, well, before we get to that, actually, we, anyway. Before we get to that, though, uh, we're working on getting back to consistency. We are on a Wednesday night this week. We are. And because stupidly, I picked up two Thursday shifts this month. Yes, so you did. this week and not next week, but the week after, uh, we'll be on a Wednesday. And I'll try to tweet out. I tweet out earlier. So it's actually nice to have people in the chat room. We, um, you know, sometimes we have to change things. We do because real life gets in the way. <sighs> real life. Anyway. Anywho. Let's get to Sword Tour. Yeah, we can. One one job. You want to fight? I'm ready. You do not have to stand against me. Instead, I will share all of this with you if you will only kneel. I was just going to say, like, I could do it, but, like, I just thought, like, that's the one job you could do, but you're blowing it. As well as setting up trailer time? 
Touche, sir. Okay, so uh, real quick, before we get into Swotor, we got a ton of stuff. But anything that you guys were excited about as we start talking about the roadmaps and stuff like that, uh, pop it in there, and, and we'll try to address it as we go forward since we have people that can contribute. So here we go. And you're yawning already. Yes, I am. And uh, let's talk about what we did, what we did in game. What did you do in game this week? Uh, I did some stuff. Uh, we did What's an Ops Group on Friday night. Uh, we, I was, we were sort of training a new tank. <laughs> yeah, was, you, you were telling me about this. Uh, you, you were training a new tank. You had a, uh, a healer that wasn't normally a healer. It, no, it was like, it was like kind of a perfect storm for multiple, multiple, multiple wipes. Um, and <laughs> Skeen, you were there too. Um, right? Yeah, Skeen was there. It was, it was, uh, <laughs> we did DP because it was on the group finder and Dread Palace is fine, uh, except, that first boss is really hard. And especially if you have a new tank and, and, and you're training people, it's not an easy op. So that's the one with the, with the dog things. That that's best year in. in the, in the beginning with the portals and the people coming in and, and the, the monsters come in. Right. One tank has to deal with the monsters and the other one. Anyway, it was brutal. We never got past that first boss. <laughs> um, but it was, you know, again, uh, learning experience and, and still fun, of course, because we were all drinking and having a good time. Um, I did some dailies, uh, grinding some CXP. I think I am level 215-ish, uh, CXP wise, uh, which is pretty nice. And, uh, my armor rating is around 240. Nice. It's pretty sweet. Nice. So I'm making progress. I'm in third tier. I'd like to get to 300 at some point. So. Yeah. You know, you could always be like, uh, Keith, uh, oh God, we'll get to that later. <laughs> yeah, we will. Yeah. Keith is just ridiculous, but ridiculous. All right. So, um, I actually did not even get a chance to log in once this week. Mm. Um, but I'm super excited because, as you know, 5.5 is going to be coming out on Tuesday. And starting Wednesday afternoon, we have um, a, a fall break. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Next week's going to be nice. Days. Yeah. So we have some time off next week, which is kind of nice. Uh, and I think I, I like having a little break in October because things get a little little crazy. Yeah, um, well, two years ago we had a we had a week long break and now it's four now it's yeah and then now days. it's it's a four day weekend or some sort of combination of that but the the idea here is that um, we're gonna have time to mess with some of the stuff we're gonna talk about pretty quick here so uh, we finally last week we talked about the roadmap not being a thing or not being out yet I know right and then uh, we have the roadmap so do me a favor dude we both read through this right yes. um, if you could pull yours up on yours and what I'm gonna do is just kind of go through it. And things that jumped out at you, uh, let's do it. Okay? All right, one second. So it's going to take us a couple minutes. Uh, what we're going to do is just kind of go through what's coming. Um, and the way Crazy. this, yeah, the way this fell, uh, is that we're recording kind of before some of the other, uh, influencers probably do, but our release schedule is lame. <laughs> so we'll probably release after they do, but you know, it is what it is. Um, so first thing, fall roadmap. 2017 finally is happening and um it all uh, i'm gonna just gonna read this from the top roadmap offers a first look at the upcoming direction for the game provides a brief review of our last few months and offers insight into what you can expect for the remainder of this year uh i look forward to hearing your feedback and reading your comments on a roadmap and this there's a lot of that um so this is keith talking lead producer he says i feel like it bears repeating that our team's priority is to continue providing great story driven uh gameplay along with multiplayer uh, Star Wars content. Most importantly, we want to ensure everyone, including those who prefer solo activities, um, has an enjoyable experience every time you play the game. 
And to help make this happen, we believe it's the right time for a galaxy to come together. So, this is all leading up to something that seriously has been at every cantina since I can almost remember. Um, and I've been to a lot of cantinas. Yes, okay? yeah. Uh, United Forces is the campaign that they're going to launch. Yeah, I like the title, first of all, because it, it's like a, it's a dual meaning because, um, as we're going to get to in a minute, it talks about, uh, server uh, combos. Um, but it also talks about, uh, uh, a uniformed, um, a, a new, uh, new way for group play. Indeed. Uh, but what this entails is starting on October 10th and through a series of updates through November 28th, they're making improvements to the way players come together in multiplayer experiences that make everything more accessible, convenient, and rewarding. Um, and essentially what it, what it comes down to is server merges. Okay. Uh, and I'm just gonna, I'm gonna jump to the rollout schedule. So October 10th, uh, game update 5.5, uh, United Forces Foundation. Um, and in addition, in addition to a variety of quality of life improvements, which we'll get to in a little bit, this update includes the underlying foundation, um, needed to support United Forces. Okay. Um, October 24th. Uh, United Forces, uh, formation on this day. The game will be unavailable for the extended time, uh, as we'll be setting up the formation of the campaign. Really what I think I'm interpreting this as don't expect the servers to be up that day. No, because actually <laughs> what they are literally doing is they're putting in new servers. Yeah. And, uh, new hardware and everything. So it's, yeah, it's, but you get the, you get the impression that they have been, they've been working on this for a while. They knew this was coming, but, they didn't want to say anything because they didn't want to freak people out right. and, and speculation, etc. So, um, really, they're working on that stuff, and that's October 24th. Now, November 8th, um, uh, United Forces is rolled out, and everyone moves to five new servers with the new names as follows, okay? You ready? Yes, I'm ready. Two uh, servers in North America and three servers in Europe. Each one of, uh, each one of the ones in Europe is English, French, and German. Um, and you can expect extended downtime as they make improvements, etc. Um, I want to jump over and tell you what the, I want to do the server names now real quick. Do, do, you, do you want to do that now or do you want to bury the lead on no, the, no. on the most recent news? Okay. Here we go. So <laughs> what will my new server be? And this, and I'm jumping back and forth between blogs. Okay. Uh, yeah, I know Shaggy's, uh, I, I'm burying the lead a little bit. Um, so as of the announcement on this is, Harbinger, Bergen Colony, or Bergeron Colony, and Bastion. We used to be on the Bastion, remember that? One of the many. One of the many servers we were on. Um, the new server, as of the announcement, was called the Hot Prospect. Okay. And that's, <laughs> which, which, uh, and I'm, and I'm jumping to the live stream that was yesterday. Basically was, uh, a, a ship from Kotor. Right. Lore called the Hot Prospect. And he can't, you know, Eric explained why that was and blah, blah. Right. So Jedi Covenant, Shadowlands, Ebon Hawk, Prophecy of the Five, and Jung Ma are all uh, going to be called the Starforge. Okay. And then the European servers, uh, they're combining the European servers into Darth Malgus, the Leviathan, and Tulak Horde. Tulak Horde is German, French is the Leviathan, and English is going to be Darth Malgus, which is pretty cool. Yeah, sounds good. Um, as of today... Uh, there was some, um, and backlash. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna, yeah, backlash to say the least. I'm gonna, I didn't put this in the show notes yet, but really what it came down to is Hot Prospect. We talked about it. Um, I actually really like the name Hot Prospect. Yeah. I get that there's some connotations to it, which is why they elected to change it. Um, as of today, they changed it to the Satil Shan, um, which 
It's fine. Not as it's fine. Not as exciting. Yeah, um, but now Starforge is the outlier because the other four are named after people. So right. So I, I I personally would have liked to them to just stick to their guns and call the hot prospect. I think we could have had a lot of fun with that guild wise. Yeah, we could. And content wise going forward, but yeah, it is what it is. Um, if you look up hot prospect on Urban Dictionary as we did earlier, right. I mean, I I I knew there were connotations to it that could have been you know construed as uh. Inappropriate. Inappropriate for some folks. But, you know, honestly, dude, like, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't want to go out on them and be like, everybody should just lighten up. I don't, I don't want to, I don't really want to say that. I just want to say you like, say get off my lawn. I just, I, I, I do want everybody off my lawn, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest with you. I really do. Um, but what it comes down to is, uh, it's the Satil Shant and we're going to be on the Satil Shant, right. Satil Shant server. So, uh, we're going to have to deal with that. I'm sad a little bit because I was looking forward to being on the hot prospect, to be honest. You're looking forward to being a hot prospect. Maybe. And this is the problem. Yes. I think this is the problem. Because <laughs> podcasts like us wouldn't let this go. Probably. Oh, no. <laughs> um, and a lot of people like it better. Um, some people want it to say the same. You know, it is what it is. Um, so let's get to gameplay. Gameplay, really, they're trying to give something for everyone. And this is an I'm nutshelling gameplay direction in the roadmap. Um what it really comes down to is they're doing everything from uh the next uh the next boss encounter for operations uh they're even upgrading galactic starfighter which the details haven't come out uh to that yet right um, but they said it was like top to bottom oh yeah uh, uh changes to the ships and stuff like yeah that. it sounds like they're they're really doing a lot to that so um and it says they brought back companions blah blah, blah. so based on the feedback we see on our forums fan sites etc November 28th, uh, they're going to release the biggest multiplayer update of the year. Um, we've got some for everyone. So uh, they're going to do a new Flashpoint called Trader Among the Chiss, which we'll talk about later, which I'm very excited about. Um, and uh, let's see, they're going to do a new Warzone. Um, which is basically, they said, on the Alderaan map, but it's going to be a little bit different. Yep. Uh, we've got uh, the third boss encounter of the Gods and the Sheen, which is Nahut. Nahut? Nahut? Something like that. Yeah, is what they said. Nut. Um, for those of you looking for dogfighting in space, they're going to do a big update for Galactic Starfighter as well. Well, and there's a new location for PvP. So, I yeah, mean, they, they also said in Galactic Starfighter it's going to be an epic battle around Iocath. Yeah, which is sick. I love it. Yes. Uh, now, talking about the, the Chiss, uh, uh, Trader Bung the Chiss, um, the, the main companion they're bringing back is Raina Temple. Right. Which makes a lot of sense. But then they, then they, uh, um, Charles Boyd decided to drop a whole bunch of names of, of, let's say, companions that are in the works, but not definite time frames yet. We also couldn't remember some of them, right? And may have misspoke on some of them. <laughs> well, yeah, but the, the, he said he said that for the most part, the ones he said are going to come back at some point. They're that they're actually in the work. I mean, stories are being written for them or whatnot, right? Um, but did you notice that one of the ones he dropped was Mako? Uh, yeah. About time. He did say makeup. Good. And, and it is. I mean, the, I think some of the main companions for the main, for the classes are coming back. And yeah. they're working on making them come back. Yeah. So like Vector's coming back. Uh, Arrest is coming back. Um, the Dark Side Jacep. Yeah. They said Dark Side Jacep, but not Light. Right. Right. But, I, and I hope that, and I like, kind of like that almost because it's, that means well, it's yeah, story driven. It's story driven, definitely. Yeah. Um, so that is, um, that's gameplay, just the direction. We also have story and companions, which we've kind of just talked about right now. Um, 
we're gonna get we're gonna get more companions. <laughs> Uh, and at the end of this, it says, as we did with crew skill missions, are looking to improve how you gain influence with the companions to increase their overall effectiveness, which is pretty cool. Um, uh, what am I missing from this? Anything? Um, well, we are getting a new planet called Capero. Is that in that section? Where is that? It's in the story and companion section. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, so we're getting. Oh, there it is. Yeah, yeah so we're getting a new planet called Capero. And uh, Shaggy, you're right. They didn't actually mention anything about Nadia, so that's one that's not in the works. Right. Well, or he forgot. Or they forgot. <laughs> so we'll, we'll, I'm sure they'll post something officially, uh, what you'll be able to do. Um, they're also working on customizing things, like with Sharon, Lana, Shay, uh, Koth, and Senya. Yeah, they're, um, also, they're having more uh, more to, uh, companions that are, they're making customizable again. And also, it's it says something like, while at the same time, Changed how some interact with you. So I don't know if that has to do with story stuff or, or what, but, um, that's kind of, I thought that was kind of interesting. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very vague wording. Yeah. So we'll see. A lot of this is vague. Yes. Yeah, so we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah. For sure. Um, Galactic Command. Oh, well, there's a ton of stuff happening here. Um, so I'll just read some of this. Since this introduction back in Knights of the Eternal Throne, ranking through Galactic Command and upgrading your gears remain controversial. Um, I'm glad they were acknowledging it, at least. Um, they made substantial improvements, such as adding gear tokens and operations, etc. Um, so based on your most recent feedback, we're going to be making additional changes while including the following. So this is what they're doing. Galactic crate content improvements. They're adding another slot in each crate. Um, so matter, no matter what tier, um, it gives you uh, another chance to get uh, mod enhancement, grand chance cube, etc. Right? Right. This is cool. This, I'm actually really intrigued buy but how i'm going to take advantage of this i have no idea the the legacy the new legacy perk (laughs) did you see this i did this looks interesting Uh, well for each character that reaches command rank 300 they will automatically add an additional 25 percent bonus cxp to your entire entire legacy to a maximum of 100 maximum of 100 you have to purchase the 25 percent the first one yeah but the additional 75 will be free and it's retroactive but here's the deal i don't even have one at 300. I know we're not Keith. <laughs> uh, yeah, and we're, we keep saying we're not Keith. And we're just, maybe that's the name of the show. We're just going to keep saying we're not Keith for now until we get to that. Um, CXP for all areas of the game is also in review. Some players experience, um, this big bump, right? Um, in some of the things that we've been dealing with, with right. some of the heroics and, and dailies and stuff. Um, so their plan is all areas throughout the game, um, will coincide, uh, with a trader among the Chiss update. So it sounds like they are going to nerf where it is. We still think the Tipsy Crow initiative is the way to go. Well, they don't listen to our show. But what I'm thinking is they're going to nerf where it is now, but they're going to up everything. It's kind of what I'm thinking. They're basically going to level out the peaks and spread out the valleys. You're very metaphorical tonight. I am what I am. Okay. Uh, So also with a trader among the chists, they're changing how disintegration works, which... To me, this is the, the kind of the only, uh, <laughs> not Keith. Uh, this is the only thing that I found a little controversial almost for me was because, no, I'll just read this. So instead of receiving more CXP, like when you disintegrate something, they're going to provide you with unassembled components for armor and weapons, which will allow you to turn it in and get armors and weapons, right? right. In addition, you can send those components to any character in your legacy as we're changing these to legacy bound consumables. So, so there's they're messing with my legacy bound stuff, and I don't want to get to that quite yet. 
But what I'm kind of annoyed about is there was a post, I want to say yesterday, that said, well, it's it's going to work with new crates, but it also works with old crates. You understand what I'm saying with this? Yeah. It so works. if instead of disintegrating stuff right now, I should wait to disintegrate things. Yeah, it's basically saying if you if you open your crates, if you have crates now, and any crates you gain be, between now and the the Chiss uh, release on November eighth, um, if you open them now, you can disintegrate. But if you hold on to those crates and then open them after the eighth of November, you can get the assembled components. You see my problem though? That you're gonna have a full start storage hold. I have. I, I'm opening crates now because I'm trying to upgrade my gear. And I'm doing all this stuff and I'm getting really, I'm, I'm, I'm leveling up my CXP levels really fast right now. Right. I don't want to just be like, well, I don't want to feel like it's for nothing. And I also don't want to try to find another place to store all this crap. See where I'm going with this? Yeah. I, one thing I wish that they would do is they, if they would make it a two tiered disintegration option. So like you would, um, you could disintegrate the stuff, but you would then get the assembled components. Right, and then you, before you when, before you transfer that stuff, you would have the option to disintegrate that for CXP. Uh, I get you, man, but I I just I think it's a little bit. It's like one of those things where when you know something's coming, you want to prepare for that thing, you know. But I feel like, well, thing is, it really doesn't affect us right now because we're not at three hundred yet. So we want all that CXP. So we're we should be okay disintegrating our stuff. This is for those people that are over 300 on, or at 300 on these tunes. Yeah, so guess. the extra disintegration doesn't help them. I guess. Okay. I'll, I'll leave, I'll leave you at that for now. How about that? Uh, you better. Okay. All right. So they are going to introduce a new, they're not going to introduce, excuse me, a new set of gear for Galactic Command. Instead, they'll be offering a special set of augments to enhance yeah, your existing gear. They haven't raised augments in a while. Yeah, and so the augment thing is a little controversial. I know there was a lot of questions in the live stream. We'll, we'll talk about that a little later um, about the augments themselves. But I think that's a nice kind of happy medium. They're giving, you know, there's a way to get better augments. Well, right. as it is, I still haven't had a chance to fill out my gear yet. I'm still missing right. two pieces, so. Right. Um, and and, that's on one tune. That's not even any other tune. Exactly. Um, so these... Um, these will drop in the Copero, um, Copero, yeah, fa- uh, Flashpoint, or can be purchased from co- the Copero vendor. In addition, they'll offer even better versions of augments you can craft from materials gained through PvP and PvE. So, you know, I, I, I like that. I like being, I mean, I craft augments as it is, so it'd be kind of cool to be able to, to craft the new stuff. Yeah, make, make some money. So that'd be good. Um, operations, they're working on, uh, they're going to continue to put the new, bosses on the public test server um they're in the process of finalizing the hut and the son of shadow um who has new mechanics that will make the fight very entertaining for everyone etc um and then next month they'll be testing the fourth boss encounter which is i don't know skiva i guess the best way to describe it skiva skiva um skiva is better um anyway so and then there's going to be the final boss encounter with isaac isaacs isaacs yeah um, and that's, but that's going to leak into next year. So that makes, you know, begs the controversy a little bit too of, I thought we were going to get this this year <laughs> kind of thing. You know what I mean? Well, I don't the think whole they, operation. Yeah. I don't think they said the whole operation was going to yeah, be out. They kind of alluded that it would be. Well, they never say. I know, but it is what it is. Um, uh, and I'm fine with this. I don't really care. Um, 
I I I like I would like that to come a little. I like it to be a a little more often, honestly. Yeah, um, I get you. But mostly because I do ops every week, you know. Um, <laughs> oh, skiing, you trolling us a little bit. I can see that. Um, <laughs> stackable storage, not in the roadmap. Uh, no, it's it's disappointing. But no, honestly, a lot of the a lot of the different quality of life changes they made over the last yeah. couple of years has pretty much solved my issue with with stackable storage. I mean, with a no, combination, says pretty much. Yeah, well, I mean, with a combination of um, the outfit designer and um, collections and increased uh, item caps and stuff like that, it solved a lot of issues. Mm. Um, but the uh, the the still the main thing is it's like you know I like to have that stuff there at any time if I want to change into that right. stuff but without having to pay the money to get it out of collections uh yeah darth and is actually a pretty decent uh question the only question um about the server merger is depending on where you're at story-wise so if you're one server you have six stories complete and the other server you have two stories complete which takes precedent um I'm going to say that they're going to do kind of what they do with everything else and kind of combine it. Yeah, with the legacies, when you combine legacies, when you uh, have servers, uh, characters on two different servers, it's whichever one has accomplished yeah. more. Yeah, so. But you don't lose anything from the. Basically, it fills in the gaps and then gets rid of the rest. Right. And I'm imagining we're talking about uh, um, story chapters, right? Or we're talking about right. uh, class stories, right? Um yeah, there's a lot of questions out there, and there's an FAQ. We'll go through that in a, a little bit here in a minute. But uh, the bottom line is there's a lot of things they had to take into consideration before they even announced this, which makes sense why it took so damn long to get this roadmap out is because they're trying to plan this for this for this year and early next year, right? Yeah, so, for example, uh, Darth Andrea, if you have, say, say the only two you're missing on the, the, the server with the six stories completed – are say bounty hunter and counselor, um, but the one the two that you have on the other ones are counselor and smuggler. Yeah. When you combine them, I would assume that your new one would have seven complete, with the only one needing you need would be the bounty hunter. But here's the other thing, though. Um, I think I think that is that stuff is character specific, though, too. I, I mean, I get that for the achievements they'll do that, right? I mean, right, but I think she's talking about because she's mentioning the server screen. You know, the markers. When you, uh, that have, you know, when you're a, I forget what the title is, but when you complete all eight stories. Yeah. Then you get that, the complete thing. I think that's what she's talking about. Yeah. Um, interesting. Uh, I, yeah, I, I bet it is, it's gonna, they'll, they'll figure that out. There's gonna be some right. set kind of merger there. I don't think you're gonna lose anything, obviously. Um, I, I found, Especially with character transfers and stuff like that and, and merges from the past. I think that it's really going to come down to, you're going to, they're going to take whatever's best. So remember early on in the game when they combine legacies, they take whatever legacy levels higher. Okay. That's actually what she brings up in the second part here is that this, the server that has the two stories completed yeah. is actually the higher level legacy. So what's going to mm. happen is that sir, that legacy is going to retain that name. Okay. Oh, uh, that yeah. name is going to take precedence, but your accomplishments from the other server and legacy are going to combine. Yeah, them. you're not going to lose that stuff. No. So and, yeah, and they were very adamant about saying like you're not going to they're they're not going to make it so you lose stuff. Exactly. So basically, you're going to go from two to seven in the scenario that I said right before. So it's just that you're. Uh, it's the only thing that's going to matter is which name is going to take precedence. Right. And legacy level. 
and in your case, it's going to be the name and legacy level of the of the of the one with the two. Right, right. Um, so let's look at so class balance and uh, gameplay experiences. Uh, they they're they're basically they're going to continue to do that. Obviously, we talked about last week where they're eventually going to get down to um, the other thing we talked about last week. We, there was class changes and there was uh, utilities. Oh, utilities. thank you. Right. Flew out of my head. Uh, player versus player PvP stuff. Um, they are go- <laughs> so they're increasing bolster to two forty two for non ranked war zones, uh, which doesn't remove the gear chase, but gives everyone a fighting chance, which I think is important. Um, and it gives those who have made the effort to get to here for uh, to benefit for their time investment, which is good. And um, tra- with the trader among the chiss, they're also going to have the uh, excuse me, the unassembled components will become legacy bound. Which will now focus your entire legacy on gearing up one or more characters a lot faster, which I think is good for PvP. So being able to pass those off is is a good thing. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's see what else do we have here with Starfighter. They're going to do the same thing. They're going to introduce extensive ship and component balance changes, and they'll be adding some quality of life improvements for GSF. I'm really, I actually really like GSF, and I'm intrigued to see what they're going to do. Uh, just, they're they're being very vague right now. <laughs> yeah, well, I've never played those type of games, uh, whether they be um, uh, what are they called? Flight, uh, flight simulators. Thank you, simulator yeah. games, where you have to do you know the multiple where you have to worry about. I just my my hands and mine don't work that way, and so the space battle. Ones, I used to play the ones that I had the joystick. Yeah, the space battle great. ones are a little bit easier for me just because they're on basically on rails. Yeah. Um the the starfighter I always end up like. Not knowing what's way is up, and I get lost from the battle, and yeah. I end up so, you know, it's like PvP. People hate me because I don't contribute. No, I'm, like, I'm like, if I could get there, I would. <laughs> um, so uh, last few things here in in this very extensive roadmap. Uh, quality of life. Uh, he says it's a term that he used to talk about in increasing uh, gameplay experiences. So quality of life improvements include changes to existing game systems, improvements to user interface. Um, simplifying ways to do things in game, increasing the speed of mounts, um, adding legacy perks, and more. Uh, any other? Do you have any conjecture? Or well, I think the biggest quality of life that they're doing is the new servers. So yeah, everything's sure. going to be running faster and smoother. Well, not only that, but to be able to know that when you queue up for something, it's probably going to pop immediately. If they're merging three or more servers for every server there's going to be that many more people to pool for these things, which exactly. is cool. Um, let's see here. A cool change they're delivering with a trader among the chiss is the ability to add credits to your legacy bank. And this is the one I want to talk about for a minute. You've been arguing for this for a while. Yeah. Oh, this, because is your, this is your stackable storage. This is my stackable storage. And, and I'll tell you why. It's because I played EverQuest 2 back in the day, and this was not a non-issue. This was something that happened. I mean, this was... Yeah, I'd like to. I've know, not played that in I'd, a decade or more. I'd like to know how many five credit transfer fees I've had to pay to, to mail credits. To exactly. Characters. So uh, it says you'll retain the ability to have credits on your character. So this will work very similarly to how you use your guild bank, um, but it's for your legacy characters. So after reviewing your feedback, and this is what another <laughs> little little thing I'm upset about. After reviewing your feedback, we've decided to limit currency changes to credits and unassembled components as those provide the most positive and impactful change. So instead of... But, they, cha- but the way the word is, that's not all that's going to happen, but that's all it is now. I get it, but we've all been saying make everything legacy, and they're like, well, based on feedback, we're just going to do these two things. Yeah, I think that was the bad way to put it. 
I just think it's kind of like, well, somebody said we only want these two things because and the you, rest well, is crap. I mean, you want to be able to transfer PvP tokens. And what I want, dude, so. what I want, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what I want. What do you want? I want, my, when I get my... I want to dance. <laughs> yeah, besides dancing. Um, I just want everything to be the same with every character. So when I go, I want a big, giant pool of stuff. So and this my is how many command tokens I have. This is how many. Yeah, my currency right. tab. I want to be consistent across all my tunes. Gotcha. I also eventually, in a perfect world, want my CXP to be on all my tunes. Why, if I'm grinding one character, it's taken me since CXP has been a thing. I'm on like I'm like two what fifteen? I said I'm you're like seventy one. Seventy one. Come on, like some people like Keith We're have. Multiple, 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 multiple tunes at 300. I don't have that kind of time. Well, and I have a lot of tunes that I, I want to just, I just want my legacy, my CXP level to be like my legacy level. Yeah. That's what I want. That I can totally understand. I will say in defense of the, the, the not having enough time thing is I also, I'm not the most proactive person on making sure I've got my CXP bonus going and, you know what I mean? It's like oh, and, I maximize that stuff. And when, I don't have that kind of time. And when PvP was the the one giving you the most, I didn't go play. P- I still doubled in planetary heroics. So. Yeah, I hear you. Um, all right, so schedule. Um, there's there's a here's the plan. Oh, there's no link anyway. I'm oh, moving on. Oh, here's the plan for the rest of the year. So we have the New York Cantina, which I'm Friday, which is this Friday. Uh, by the time you hear this, it would have already passed. What kills me is let's merge this in with the live stream. Yes, they announced a bunch of stuff in the live stream yesterday. Lots of swag. They're gonna have three T-shirts a person. Right. Well, they're gonna have the two sheet, the two shirts in the last two right. meetups. But the new shirt is the Chiss Ascendancy shirt. First of all, you want to know my beef? Uh, what? They don't come to San Diego anymore. No, they don't. And I hate them. Yes, you do. Moving on. Go ahead. Moving on. And then the most important thing, they're having a special guest. And for those of you who haven't listened to the live stream yet, we would just like to ask you, can anybody in the chat room throw out <laughs> if you are going to have any guest that has to do with the Chiss, who would it be? Yeah. And when 5.6, a trader among the Chiss is coming out, gee, I wonder who contributed to that story. And I wonder who might be involved with this. And uh, I wonder who might be at the cantina. Who created the Chiss in the first place? To be fair, before the chat answers, um, we... We're lucky enough, what, a couple years ago to meet Darren DePaul when, become a good friend. when, yeah, when Knights of the, uh, um, uh, Fallen Empire right. was started and all of that. And, uh, and I get that this is a periodic thing, but they haven't come to San Diego since. Nope. Um, I'm, I'm not bitter about it at all. Um, but since chat's not chiming in, since we're talking about Chiss, since we're talking about, um, Thrawn, Thrawn, um, really what it comes down to, guys, is that Timothy Zahn is going to be at this event. He apparently helped uh, write this story. Um, I could not be more excited for this game update knowing that Timothy Zahn's hands in it. Exactly. He's a fantastic writer, and he's basically the granddaddy of the the, uh, the legends. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. So that's pretty exciting. That's happening. Um, and Well, New York Comic Con starting tomorrow as we're recording this on Thursday. So um, that's really exciting yeah, for a, those people. It's Mox that's going, right? No, no, it's uh, Zen. Zen. Yeah. And, uh, I think has, Elise is going, too. Yeah, Elise is or Elise going, going to the cantina. Right. And Zen has tickets for everything but Saturday. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully we'll talk to one or both of them <laughs> at a, in the next show or two and get them on there and talk about the cantina. Because I, I have not been to a cantina 
in a while because some people don't come to California anymore. Yeah, the last one I went to was the the coffee one. Yeah. Um, when they, gosh, I still, it's still one of my most viewed tweets was when I, I aired the video that Dolphy picked up of the uh, the behind the scenes of the um, the carbonite. Yeah. Going through of. Um, oh yeah, with uh, Malgus. Uh, Darth uh, Malgus. No. Not Malgus. Mar. Yes. Malgus. No, it was Malgus. It was Malgus. All right, so um, the rest of the schedule is United Forces Foundation. Obviously, Game Update 5.5 is coming. Um, some of the things that we've talked about, bolster increasing, improvements to Galactic Starfighter, Dark versus Light pop-up will now display less frequently. And uh, uh, once yeah, a side is won. Only when it wins, not every level. Yeah, not every time something happens. Um, substan- substantial improvements to the IOCath daily area. Um, they reduced the IOCath currency requirements, thankfully, because I haven't even bothered with that because I don't have that kind of time. I still have never been to IOCath. It's it's actually really cool, but the problem is is it takes a ridiculous amount of time and a ridiculous amount of dailies to get any of that stuff, and it's kind of a one-off. And it's like you waste all those tokens. So I don't know what they're going to do with that, so they'll figure that out. Yeah, Skeen, you're right. They have three shirts because they haven't come to me three times. I'll tell you that. All right. Um... New Galactic Command rank legacy perk. We talked about that. Um, class balances. We talked about all that. So United Forces formation on October 24th. Um, 5.5.1 on November 8th. Um, they're bringing back the double rewards, which is XP, uh, command XP and Valor and Requisition during that time. And basically you have to log, if you log in, you get that mini pet, which is, uh, it's called Mogul. NM1. Yeah, it's the it's the little animal from Karaga. But it has the hat. It does have the taco hat. It's going to be amazing. I love it. I love it. Oh, um, this, this is a mistake I just made a couple minutes ago was when I was talking about the disintegration date. Yeah. I said November 8th. I'm in November 28th. Okay. And it also says unlock new achievements when you complete multiplayer activities using Group Finder. And then you get Darth Hexed as a companion, which is the one we didn't get during the DVL event. Remember that? Yes. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I don't know too little if anybody's gonna be recording the cantinas. It's so hard to do that. Um, there's so many well, people. We do know that Elise is going and she does have podcasting experience, but I don't know if she has any road mic. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't know if she's gonna be recording anything official, but, um, there might be some people, uh, Facebook living or something oh, like I'm that. Sure so, it's or periscoping. Live. We'll see how it goes. Um, and then fi- game up, game update 5.6, November 28th. Um, we're gonna get the third boss for their operation, new PvP map. New Flashpoint, new GSF map, new Group Fire under revamp. And I guess what's going to happen with that is upgrades how you queue for multiplayer and solo activities. So there'll be a bunch of bonuses for random stuff. Um, and it's also going to um, allow for the selection of individual activities such as daily areas, flashpoints, and ops, which is really nice to be able to to, to differentiate that. Yes. Class balances, uh Credits and unassembled components, that's going to come with that as well. Legacy-wide, um, a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, instant Reign of Temples returning and uh, distribution of Special United Forces rewards, which I don't even know what that means. Anyway, uh, 5.6.1, and that's going to be December 12th. Uh, quality of Life, uh, six-year anniversary celebration. Six years, bro. I know, right? It's crazy. Crazy. And Wookiee Life Day is coming back, of course. And, um, of course we're going to get our, our, uh, anniversary, uh, mini pet. Indeed. The droid. Yeah. And there's going to be just a couple more things. Um, a look ahead to 2018. Uh, a few tidbits is what he's basically saying what's going to happen. Uh, final bosses for master mode for God's the machine. 
Uh, conclusion to the chapter with the trader. Uh, upgraded conquest system, new daily activity system with great rewards and more multiplayer uh, gameplay experiences, PvP and PvE. So that's pretty cool, man. Yeah, one thing they did mention that we haven't yet, because neither one of us are huge PvPers, is they have no news on Season 9 yet. No, and that's just the way it is. So, I don't think we missed anything. But I just, uh, what I'm going to do right now, really quickly, is just kind of, before we talk about the live stream, um, there's an FAQ, and it's in the, it's in the um, show notes. And this is basically for the uh, United Forces update. And there's a whole bunch of ask, uh, frequently asked questions, including the server name changes, what's going to happen with your characters, all that kind of stuff. I think I'm going to save all of that conversation for next week. Sounds we, like a plan. Because this is running long. But what's cool, though, is that all of this is happening. They're finally doing a lot of things that people have been asking for for a long time. Again, it's not that they're not listening. It's just some of the stuff is hard. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um I mean, a lot of it is not like flipping a switch. Exactly. Um, so let's let's talk about the live stream really quick. That happened yesterday. Yes. Okay. And it was uh, Charles and Musco. Yeah, Charles and Musco to start with. And Musco they had an internet outage. Yeah. <laughs> so there's actually two two streams. Two streams. Uh, but what's cool is they talked about the companions returning. Um, they fielded questions about transferring. Um, they. Uh, Fielded questions about uh, when they merge the servers, name changes, stuff oh, like one that. Thing they, a lot of they stuff they cover in that. Yeah, one thing they mentioned uh, that we didn't talk about is they're raising the stronghold cap right uh, to ten, even though there's only going to be six. So they've just you're going to be able to have all of them. Well, what that means is if you had two on one server and six on another, that means you have eight strongholds. You might have like two. They're trying not to take your decorated strongholds from you. Yes. So if you have two uh, Droman Koss fully decorated strongholds, they're not going to take those from you. But one of the things they talked about was if you have this, if you have a limit of 50 chairs and you have 50 chairs in each one of those and right. they merge, you have to pick up, you know, you have to pick them up and then put the them. rest of those chairs or you're not going to be able to put anything else down. Right. right? At least, you know what I'm saying? So there's a lot of things like that. Um, which which is which is fine. I'm just glad they're trying to take things away. Um, yeah, Shaggy's right. There's a whole bunch of people that like the changes, and there's some that don't, and that's mm-hmm. completely understandable. It's with every update. But this update is huge. Huge. It's really big, and and I think a lot of it. Honestly, is, I don't remember a bigger update uh, like this since uh, Coffee. Yeah, no, it's been a long, long time. And even that was not as big as this. Well, I mean, there's and and this is an update without a level increase, level cap increase. Yeah, no level up. Um, it's a new planet, but it's not. Right, huge. It's really only what one boss, a flashpoint, and some right. other stuff. But uh, everything else, quality of life, and all this other Tons stuff that comes along to it, stuff. it's a, it's, a, it's a big deal. Um, so Keith showed up at some point, which was cool. I was trying to remember if I had met it. I was trying to remember if I had met him a couple years ago at the at the deal. Yeah, um, I think we met him at coffee. But I, I, I think remember. we did, but whether we did or not, it was cool to see him finally make an appearance. Um, he fielded questions for a little bit and I, and from what I understand, he stuck around in the he chat did, for a bit did a Q&A um, and did Q and a in the chat room for a little while. Um, should we just say it? Yeah. Let's talk about first of all, how many characters he has. Homeboy's insane. He has 28 characters. Sure. And of those, and 20, that's not, that's not crazy. No. And of those 28, 15 are level 65 and 13 are level 70. And, and so that's still not the crazy. Part. And Eric asked him the question. He said, so. How many tunes do you have to 300? 
And which one are you working on now? He says he's working on his 12th he tune. His 12th. He finished it? Yeah, he's working on his 13th, I think is what he said. Well, whatever. It doesn't even matter at this point. He's working on his 12th, maybe, or 13th character to 300 CXP. I, I have this feeling that this guy, he, he works at Bioware and he does all these things. Then he, then he just home, go home, goes home and plays the game all night. I'm, I'm, Donaldson doesn't even sleep. I'm starting to think he's a vampire. Yes. I'm starting it here. Keith is a vampire. Hashtag Keith is a vampire. I, otherwise, how do you do it? How do you do it? He, 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 he seemed like a cool guy. Um, like I said, I, I really do think we met him. Yes, I do too. But it, it had, to, had to have been at night. Yeah, but well, there was a lot of booze that day. Uh, so the bottom line is, um, it was a, it was a really good live stream. We've covered most of the things they've talked about. They're giving away shirts. Timothy's on announcement. They gave away, um, uh, uh, they did a giveaway in the stream. Um, they had some really cool blue shirts on, which that had uh, Arabash for Chiss Descendants. Yeah, which had to do with, uh, the next expansion, which I thought was cool. So, uh, we have to get out of Swotor before I go insane. But the bottom line is, um, Anything else you want to say about big changes? Big changes, but are, are you stoked? Are you going to play more? Oh, I'm what excited. Like I said, I'm I'm excited because next week we have a couple extra days off, and I'm going to be playing. Indeed. All right, man. Um. So if you have anything else you want to say, chat room, as far as Swotor goes, uh, you know, hit us up in and Twitter or or emails or whatever, and we'll bring it up next week. Uh, thanks everybody for being here during that section of the show. Time for Star Wars. We're going to switch over to Star Wars. We have some cool stuff. I'm excited. I was raised to do one thing. But I've got nothing to fight for. Nothing will stand in our way. I will finish what you started. Alright, bro. Here we are. Yeah, Star Wars should actually go pretty fast. Not a ton of news. No, Star Wars is going to go quick, but um, I like some of the stories you have in here. So, Alan Tudyk, um, talking about Marvel Star Wars comics, um, apparently he had a co-writing gig on the K2SO comic. Yeah, I remember that he was trying to get more in-depth on the, that character, and the perfect outlet. Well, and, and reading the article was funny because he was talking a little bit about how he knows how the character talks, who so was adding some of the dialogue and Yeah, and if and I remember like correctly, that. he was involved in the uh the story components for the Firefly comics. Yeah. No, totally. Um Tudyk is 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 talented. And, oh, absolutely. And he's hilarious. And I I He was one of my favorite parts of Powerless. He was my favorite part of Firefly. They died. Spoiler alert. It's been a long time. Spoiler alert. <laughs> To be fair, he didn't die until Serenity. Good point. Moving on. All right, so uh, on to books. Uh, there's, you know, like we talked about a couple weeks ago when we were talking about the, uh, can I say talking about a little bit more? Wow. What were you talking about? Talking about. Um, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> when we were discussing. It's been a long day. The, the upcoming Journey to the Last Jedi books and stuff that's coming out. Um, now a couple of them we're getting some more information about. The first one is Another Point of View. Which is forty different authors writing forty stories about the con- their about Star Wars, right? Which we talked about last week. We did, and one of the things that has come out is the person writing the Boba Fett backstory uh, thing kind of sh- talks about the the scene in Empire when Vader points at Fett and says, "No disintegrations." Right. 
in the story, you get it from his internal monologue. Oh, really? And you hear Fett say something like, uh, uh, yeah, I turned those three people to Ash on Coruscant, but he wouldn't pay when I wanted to. <laughs> it was like all this stuff, and it was it's really interesting. But the way it's like reasons for disintegration exactly, in his head it, yeah. over this course of like I two like paragraphs that. of this inner monologue, it explains a couple of things. One, why um, Fett was in um, was with Jabba in the remastered version of A New Hope when, which is the one I showed to the kids, right? Yeah. With with a uh, Jabba in the uh, the docking station. Right. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah, so that's very cool. And then um, we had the, the, the guy who, this is his first book in with the Star Wars universe called Absolutely Everything You Need to Know. Um, and we're getting a little simple backstory stuff. And the first one is that Luke uh, was uh, has been on Octu for uh, at least two years previous to The Force Awakens. Interesting. Um, I, well, I don't want to dive too much into it, but I mean, what do you do? What's he doing? Exactly. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing, bro? Um, although, although they did point out, um, is he eating por- uh, the porgs? I hope so. But they- I hope he is brutally murdering them and eating their insides. <laughs> no, actually, Mark <laughs> Hamill came out and did a tweet, and he said that he does not eat the porgs, no. and he hasn't actually eaten meat since uh, Aunt Beru made him that womp rat br- brisket. <laughs> He's been a vegetarian. Yes, yeah, so, yeah, so he's been a vegetarian for about 30 years. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. All right. And uh, I saw this too, but something about Snoke's Sith abilities? Yeah, it, and it turns out in this book also of absolutely everything you need to know, it talks a little bit about what uh, Snoke's Sith abilities are. Because um, we know he has dark side affinity, but we didn't know if he was actually Sith trained or whatnot. Sure, sure. And it turns out he not only has telepathy, a la like... Um, Palpatine. Yeah, that makes sense. Kind of does. Yeah. Um, But he can also force choke and throw. Nice. Well, I mean, the telepathy is sort of a force user thing, almost. It's almost like... It can be both dark or light. It's more... I don't know if it's telepathy or empathy. It's There's some, like, kind of... I don't know. It's almost like they they can tell what someone's thinking sometimes. It's because they communicate with the midichlorians on a smaller level. Really? Is that what you're doing? Is that where we're going? I went there. You know what I'm saying, though. I do, right? No, absolutely. Um, and and which which makes more sense. Some of those conversations from the Force Awakens. He's staying there and he's talking to the, you know, Hux. He's talking to Kylo, and it's almost like, kind of like some of those conversations where Palpatine or Yoda kind of, you know, were leading into things because right. you can you can tell that they know what the, the what they're thinking. Right. You know what I mean. Yeah. So anyway. Did I drag that out too far? Nope. I was talking to what the chat room was saying, not about midichlorians. No, it was, it was confirmation of what I said. Thank no. you, Darth Andrea. All right, so moving on to a book, uh, to films. Why don't you tell us what's I, going on with Force I, Awakens? I think I'm going to quit. What's going on with Force Awakens? Yeah, so the Force Awakens, uh, Disney CEO um, apparently, and this is really... I thought you would get a kick out of this. I have some actually really interesting Bob Iger news later. Um, but Disney CEO was consulted on Star Wars character death. And spoiler alert, um, this is from The Force Awakens. Someone died. We all know who it was, right? Um, but what it comes down to is <sighs> Iger was talking to Vanny Fair and he said, uh, we had a big debate about Han Solo. And he said, should he die or not? It was a decision made by Kennedy and Abrams, but he got involved. 
Okay. Would you like me to say why and why this is dar? Oh, please, because you're going to ruin the whole story, but go ahead. I'm joking. Please tell me. Um, my reasoning is that this is more about um, Harrison Ford and not the Han character. Because the Han character is the Han character. But with Harrison Ford also being involved in the Indiana Jones property and a couple other titles that are under the Disney umbrella, if he wanted to, I'm sure, make, make, I mean, honestly, on a story level, I don't think he'd care. Right. But it's the fact that you don't want to do anything that's going to uh, disrupt relationships with Harrison Ford, especially going into Indy 5. No, I get you. Um, um, he kind of says, uh, yeah, I, it's sort of that, but... He says, Iger's comments confirmed just how bold of a direction it was for the saga to take, blah, blah. They were able to move forward with their decision to provide one of the most tragic scenes in the whole saga. And he said, earlier this year, some of Iger's comments about Han Solo resulted in some very confused reactions from fans. Um, and he said, the insinuation in his comments were relate, uh, related to his actual name um, as being opposing to an adopted name, right? Remember we talked about that right. a little bit? And he says... I'm not sure um, that's entirely what Bob meant. There's more to Hansel's name, but it's not in the name. And obviously, that's his name. It'll always be his name. And that was Kathleen Kennedy, right? Um, but what, what was interesting, I thought, was um, I, liked, I like what you came up with. But the fact that it's like we've already bought this thing from you. Why do they need to? You know what I'm saying? Like, why bring in Bob Iger? Like, they bought, they, they bought the Star Wars deal. Do they need to consult Bob Iger because it's more of a, how do we market this? Like, it's a kid's thing. sort. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's Disney. Well, I don't think it was so much that Kathleen Kennedy and and J.J. Abrams went to Bob Iger. I think with anything he's going to get, I mean, he gets like a cheat sheet of, this is stuff that's going on in the company right now, and this is, I'm sure, was given a big circle and a star and everything. And at that point, he went to him and said, okay, I hear this is what's going to happen. Here's my two cents. Right. I mean, I guess, I guess that's, that makes a lot of sense. It's like, um, a CEO needs to know what's going on. And blah, yeah, blah. I think this is just more of, uh, this just shows more about, uh, uh <laughs> operational structure. Um, yeah, we know it, it, they've been trying to kill Solo for a long time. It was inevitable. But. Yeah. But I think this story really has more to do with, uh, with corporate, uh, corporate organizational stuff. structure than yeah. it has to do with story content. I thought it was interesting. I mean, I have some Bob Iger stuff later. Yeah. Too. I saw that too. Who oh, did you? Uh, yes. All right. So episode nine. Oh, uh, remember we talked about last week where Hux, oh, Hux, Domino Gleason, <laughs> Domino Gleason, who played uh, General uh, Hux, uh, was talking about. Um, how do I want to say this? Was talking was basically talking about the switch from Trevero Trevaro to to Abrams, to Abrams right? Um, but <laughs> so they kind of go back to that, but at the same time. Boyega kind of came, he came out and he basically was like, yeah, yeah, I'm really happy, really excited. He told Cinema Blend. I actually sent him an email and asked him if the real reason is because he misses me. <laughs> and I think that's what it is. That's the only reason why he came back. And I appreciate that. Absolutely. I put this in here for fun because, uh, for me, this makes me laugh. And, and obviously there's a lot of other stuff going on here, <laughs> but, uh, I like that the, um, that the actors are excited to work with Abrams again. Um, that bodes well. Um, especially someone like Boyega, who is very excited to do all the things. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. So anyway. Um, one big news coming from somebody who likes the concept of film. 
um, that uh, they're going to be doing screenings of uh, The Last Jedi, not only in non-3D IMAX, which is great for those of us who actually have um, uh, like depth, vi- depth perception vision issues with 3D. Okay. Um, but they're also going to be doing it in 35 millimeter. Oh, that's cool. Which is fantastic. Nice. That's that's interesting. Yeah, it's not quite 70 millimeter, which is what you would have gotten like the old Ben Hur in. And I sure, think sure. they redid one movie in it recently. Um, oh, uh, Hateful Eight, I think, was done. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, but, I really want to watch that. I still haven't seen yeah, that. Yeah, it's a plex. But 35 millimeter is, uh, is a pretty cool way to go. Nice. Uh, so, Rebels news. I have a little Rebels stuff. Um, Dave Filoni confirms that Palpatine will not be in season four. You kind of thought, so, yeah, I mean, we, especially with with. I mean, I think it would just be too many big bads with Thrawn, Vader, and there was some rumor though that he was kind of in the studio doing some voice acting. Um, but he he's been um, oh, what's the actor's name? Just flat in my head uh, for Palpatine. Yeah, Ian McDermott. He's been on some other uh talk shows and stuff recently, and 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 he basically kind of says, yeah, I'm not, I'm not in it, and that's fine. Um, but that's the last season too. So we're not going to see him in that. Um, but there is the announcement too that there is going to be another animated series. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they haven't announced it yet, but there, there, there's definitely going to be. Um, speaking of animation, Force of Destiny, Han Solo voice actors have been revealed for the Force of Destiny. De- Destiny? <laughs> uh, Destiny. And um, what's interesting is there's gonna be a, obviously a young Han Solo and an older Han Solo. Yeah, that's why they're just two different voice actors. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the names were not uh, familiar to me. I don't know if you know them. No, I, I that, actually that's why I didn't put the news this news in here. But yeah, it's it's a couple people that um, um, have voiced uh, uh, Han before, I believe, in other medium. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so cool. Which which is really cool. Um, uh, want to give them their due though. It's AJ uh, Locasio and. Uh, Kif Vanden Heuvel. Yeah. Uh, Can they have more impronounceable names? I believe that guy might be Icelandic or... I'm trying or to help them. I'm trying to give them some recognition because everybody listens to our show. Everybody. <laughs> um, and Darth Andrea, we haven't ignored you in chat. I think that's a really interesting concept about the, the idea of Order 66. I think it might be a little too in-depth of a concept to go into for a film. Yeah, and I think that's the I think that's the issue, right? Um, yeah, I think that would be more of a book concept, which I would like to see. Oh, absolutely, totally. Uh, Battlefront Two news. Last there, bit of Star Wars news. Last bit of Star Wars news. Yeah, you're right. Um, there is a some beta details. Uh, the beta start I think today uh, for Star Wars um, Battlefront Two, and. Um, there was a new trailer, which we didn't watch in trailer time because I didn't want to add another trailer. Right. Um, but the beta's out. If you're into Battlefront 2, you already know the beta's out. You're already probably doing it and, um, it's happening. So do it. Yeah. And, uh, two little lies. I also would like to see some old Republic and not necessarily represented in the movies, but definitely represented in canon. Um, there's actually a, if you're, if you want to kind of like make your voice heard, if you go to change.org and search the old Republic, there's, uh, there's a woman who, um, is a huge fan of the old Republic stories and, um, she's arguing, f- or she has, uh, tried to get, uh, Lucasfilm to consider a Netflix style show based around the old Republic. So go to that change.org uh, thing and sign the petition. Yeah, that'd be awesome, man. I mean, this is something we've been talking about forever. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I'm really, hopefully at some point this happens, but yeah, it is what it is. Exactly. 
All right. right. Anything else? Usual roundup. Roundup time. I feel like we need like horses and whips and like yeehaws. Oh, I keep telling you we need the uh, the Woody's Roundup theme from Toy Story. No, I don't. I don't know if that's good enough. How about you bite me? Maybe we talk about this off mic. I hate you. <laughs> All right, here we go. I can't imagine any kind of future where I'm a hero. Well, you're not. In the future, none of you are heroes. You're legends. All right, so if you're new to the show, or uh, we've got quite a few people watching, which is great. Thank yes. you for being in the chat room. Double um, please feel free to, uh, you know, contribute. Uh, we got some stuff we need to talk about, but the usual roundup is basically our pop culture section. We have spinoff shows that we've all, uh, that we kind of experiment with here and there, but really what it comes down to is we've combined them all into one section of the show at the end. Uh, we do movies, we do, uh, verses. I yeah, guess. We, we actually, we really try to get them. Uh, we, we tend to do the, uh, spinoff shows in summer. We didn't yeah. do them this summer just because I was out of town. Um, but we tend to have more free time in the summer because we both work at a school. So, um, so sometimes we'll sit around and we'll just talk about everything that's going on with the Berlanti stuff and, exactly. you know, Marvel and that kind of thing. But and, and, and you can, I guarantee you that sometime in the next two months we're going to be doing a Game of Thrones centers. Oh yeah. We, we're, we're going to come back to Game of Thrones. So we got to give people some time. Um, we got a couple guests who, who hopefully are we're listening. Chomping at the bit. That they're ready to come back. So anyway, usual roundup. Um, we're starting with sad stuff. Yeah, we tend to start with the, the sad news to get out of the way before we get on to the happier stuff, but we lost, uh, Tom Petty just a couple days ago. Um, it was, it was on the heels of, you know, the most tragic mass shooting that the U.S. Yes. has seen. And this was like, what, the next day, right? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Tom Petty, you just found a home. 66 years old. And he's, you know, he's rushed off to the hospital at a heart attack and that's it. And what, what hit me about this is not only was I a fan of Tom Petty, but at the same time, like, was really weird is that my brother-in-law and his wife, like, my brother-in-law bought his wife, uh, tickets to a Tom Petty concert because she was a big fan. Then they just went a couple of weeks ago. Weird. And saw him perform and post all these pictures and stuff like that. And then, I texted him that day and I was like literally like 20 minutes after I found out and I'm like, bro, this happened. And he's just like, no, you know what I mean? It's just, it's, it's, it sucks to lose, um, an icon for rock music like Tom Petty that young. Yeah. And actually there's a, he's still touring for God's sake. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of stuff that came out today talking of, uh, Matt Groening talking about his appearance on The Simpsons, which is classic. Yeah. I saw that too. That was cool. So yeah. All all you have to do is search is Tom Petty Simpsons and you'll, you'll find this article. It's, um, you know, it's sad to see him go. I mean, there's not much else to say except if, if, if you don't know who, don't know who Tom Petty is, then, uh, okay. But, if you knew who he was, uh, oh man. I mean, free falling. I won't back down. Last dance with Mary Jane. Just some of the, some of these great, uh, pieces of music that kind of just stick around for a long time. It's not like, yes. oh, this, this song was, this song was cool. And, 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 oh wait, what's, you know, and you lose it. It's like, these are songs you can still listen to. And we have been listening to for, you know, t- what, 20 years? Absolutely. You know, so, um, you know, rest in peace, Tom Petty, man. Um, that, that sucks. But again, only six. Yeah, it was weird. We, we stopped by on the way home tonight, little behind the scenes stuff here. We stopped at Rite Aid. Yeah. To get some beer or whatnot. And there's some Tom Petty playing on the overhead. There was. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I think that's fitting. All right, man. Um, <laughs> I threw this in here because we talked last week about, uh, 
Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, in discussions to possibly do a Star Trek movie. A Star Trek movie. And um, uh, this is just one of those things that comes up. He'd rather do Star Trek over Star Wars. And he totally fits the Star Trek uh, pipeline. I, I think he and, – and we speculated a little bit um, uh, that the Star Trek – Tarantino flick would be a trip, and it'd oh, be dude, a lot okay. of it'd be it'd be a like, lot of fun, but also super dark. Dude, I would love to see <laughs> a bloody, gory mess of red shirts. Exactly. Like, oh, do you have a red shirt? Well, that's too bad. <laughs> yeah, if you don't have a red shirt, it'll be red soon. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, I don't think I could see him doing a Star Wars film. No, uh, I just don't see it. It depends, and, you know. Obviously, in the future, who knows? Depending on where they go with the franchise, but. You know, yeah, someone well, like Tarantino, is, I don't think would ever do Tarantino something. Tarantino like really blurs the lines in a whole bunch of racial discussions, mm. um, for good or for ill. Um, and that is something you could definitely do in the Star Trek universe that you really can't get away with in Star Wars. Exactly. Um, so, Glass? Yeah. So, uh, if you guys haven't seen, um, Split yet, which is the James McAvoy movie with uh, M. Night Shyamalan uh, that came out this previous year. Um, it's really good, really enjoyable. And spoiler alert, close your ears in five, four, three, two, one. Uh, it was a backdoor sequel to Unbreakable. Um, and so now, oh, nice. so now Shyamalan has just started production on Glass, which is going to be the third movie in that trilogy. And it's, uh, it turns out that Glass, which is the Samuel Jackson character from Unbreakable, has like been pulling the strings behind the um, Bruce Willis and James McAvoy characters um, like the whole time to like set them on a collision course. Nice, dude. So I'm looking forward to this movie. I'm with you. Yeah. Let's do. It. Let's move on. Yeah. Um, you have some about uh, for gaming in here. Yeah, we don't really talk about uh, non-Star Wars games all that often. We used to more frequently, but uh, we, we as a group tend to play Marvel Puzzle Quest, which is a great game, and they're just uh, yeah. starting tomorrow as we record, so October 5th. They're starting their fourth anniversary event, which is X-Men versus the Apocalypse, um, and there's a whole bunch of stuff going on, but we have a, our own alliance in that game, um, and I am cleaning up the alliance a little bit and so i'm recruiting so if anybody wants to play um you can uh dm me on uh, twitter at i am will griggs and uh, i'll get you the information to uh, to get onto our alliance on marvel puzzle quest it's a lot of fun um we we tend to play the alliance uh, events and uh, yeah so that's what no we're yeah it's 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 a really cool game i have i have been out of the loop <laughs> Uh, for the last couple of months, but the summer got away from me. But yeah, with the with the new events that starts tomorrow, we're going to be getting double ISO eight, and uh, what we're going to get is uh, two new versions of Gambit. Oh, nice! It should be a lot of fun. We're going to get a three star and a five star. Well, I got to come back for Gambit, so uh, I, I plan to get back into it. But yeah, definitely check it out. We actually have a little bit of Gambit film news later too. Yeah, totally. Uh, but let's get to reviews. Let's talk TV. Uh, Rick and Morty season three delivers Adult Swim's highest ratings ever. Rick and Morty has become a juggernaut. It really has been. Um, I'm glad. I, I'm glad on a couple levels. I'm glad that Adult Swim is coming back. I was a big Adult Swim fan back in the day when it was like freaking. Um, what was it? Um, it was called Blues. Uh, what was it called? While you're trying to think about this, I didn't. It had H. John Benjamin as as the coach. It was a uh, oh uh, a home, baby blues. Oh baby blues. Uh, that's right. And in, then home movies. Home movies. There was all kinds of really cool uh, stuff on Adult Swim. Um, 
One of my favorites was um, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Um, but like I said, I'm a I'm a big fan of Adult Swim, and I'm glad that they have something that is um, like a juggernaut, like Rick and Morty. I've been getting into it. I really enjoy it. I I, I keep wanting to just start at the beginning and and figure out what you know, I missed. Your your brother actually <laughs> has only been the only one to show me. Uh, I think we watched two episodes. Of yeah, it, and I was laughing uproariously. Yeah. Um, but so I, I just want to start back at the beginning. Um, and I didn't put this in here, but there was a new video released either yesterday or today about the 25th anniversary of Cartoon Network. Yeah. And it's a whole bunch of the old, like, Samurai Jack, and not Samurai Jack, but Johnny Bravo and oh, uh, yeah. girls and all them that have, and Ed Nettie, stuff like that. Yeah. So no, I used to out. watch all that stuff, uh, Dexter's Lab yeah. and, uh, Powerpuff Girls and all that stuff. Yeah, Rick and Morty, uh, Darth Andrew, I think, hit the nail on the head. It's this decade, South Park. It's brilliant. Yeah, and in their season finale, they had a, a major South Park joke, from what I understand. Yeah, and um, so what I'm doing is I've been watching it. I'm still in season one. Um, typically, what happens is um, I work one of my crazy 15-hour days. Yeah. And I come home. I eat my pizza. I watch Rick and Morty, and I'll watch an episode, and then I fall asleep. And then what happens is is – Whatever I'm watching it on thinks that I'm, I'm in season two. <laughs> so yeah. I have to figure out where I was. I don't like the autoplay thing sometimes. You can turn but, it off. Yeah, well, here we are. Um, I, I'm, uh, Rick and Morty's brilliant. It's really good. Definitely check it out. Yes. Oh, one thing I, I, that I also didn't to mention in here is a uh, family guy season 16 premiered this week. Yeah. And it had an Emmy themed episode that they like, we still have never been nominated or won an <laughs> Emmy and da, 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 da. Yeah, I wonder why. And so they pretended. To like they they did a whole bunch of jokes about like they pretended to be Modern Family, they pretended to be Breaking <laughs> Bad, they pretended to be um, The Sopranos. All it was hilarious. Right. It was oh, a really funny. well done episode. I think I thought it was one of the smarter episodes they've done in a long time. I could time. put a picture of Rick and Morty up there, but I didn't. You could. Um, Westworld uh, might visit medieval and Roman worlds in season two. Um, from what I gather from this story is that. There's like four different yeah in the original parks going yeah in the original movie and TV show which was Westworld and Beyond Westworld, um you had Westworld you had Samurai World you had Medieval World and you had Roman World right, um and at the very end of this first season of Westworld we saw them interact with the Samurai World with Samurai World yeah and also in a couple of um like scenes where they're in like closets and hallways and stuff you see some medieval stuff on the on the on, like on the wall shelving behind yeah it. interesting okay so they have alluded to it i'm surprised they're actually coming out and saying it yeah so uh i think from what i understand from the article is that especially in this next season they're gonna have to allude to the fact that there's other things going on yeah it's a wider universe for yeah so um which is cool which which i mean westworld's brilliant i mean it's oh, so, so good dude. it's so good um all right so let's get to casting stuff um yeah so uh <laughs> Daniel Craig, who's signed on for at least one more Bond movie, um, it looks like he's reportedly in talks to play Mister Sinister in Gambit. Um, and if you don't know, Mister Sinister is one of the more Machiavellian, puppet stringy type of people. Let me just tell you, in the Marvel universe, if Daniel Craig is in Gambit, I mean, I was in before. Yeah, because you got to remember, it's still um, what's his name? Um, he was just in the Kingsman. Channing Tatum. Yeah, Tatum. It's still the person that's supposed to be playing Gambit. Indeed. Um, release date stuff. <laughs> I saw that we, we must have both saw this today, but we Bob's did. Burgers yes. is going to be doing a um, musical movie? 
in 2020? Yes. Is that is that what I'm getting from it? So I love Bob's Burgers. I am woefully behind in Bob's Burgers. I know they're on like season eight or nine. Yeah, there's a lot of seasons. I I, I watched the first couple and then I I stopped kind of watching cartoons at night for a while and I'm um, trying to catch up. But I love Bob's Burgers mostly because I love H. John Benjamin um, and that kind of thing. But um, but a musical sounds yeah, I amazing. Know. I have a little uh, tangential Bob's Burger news later yeah. in Sony. Okay. Uh, and Futurama is coming to Sci-Fi. They they picked up all the reruns. Which is your favorite cartoon ever. It is my favorite cartoon ever. And currently, if you're watching the live feed, I'm watching... I am away from the mic, sorry. Just so people can see my shirt. I'm I'm actually wearing a mashup of Doctor Doctors and Futurama. Yeah, it's... A, heads and Jars. Yeah, Heads and Jars. And it's got all, like, Doctor Horrible, Doctor... How, uh, a lot of Doctor yeah, Who's Doctor well. Octavius, Doc Brown. Yeah, it's great. Yes. Um, all right. So now we're on to our universal usual. And we only have one bit of Berlanti news, which yep. is really interesting because Berlanti's uh, starting back up next week. Yeah, it is. Um, Danny Trejo is being brought into The Flash. Really? And he is playing Gypsy's father. Oh, I like that Gypsy character. I Maybe actually like too. that Gypsy character more than I thought I would. No, I really like Gypsy, but what I'm more interested in is to see the uh, the interaction between Trejo's character, which is called Breacher. That's his oh, name. Oh, I like and it. And he and Cisco. Oh, that's going to be good. you know, Cisco and Gypsy yeah, are dating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's going to be good. I think it'll be fun. Yes. Um, we don't have any DCEU news this week, but we'll go right on to Disney. Disney news. Um, there was some, oh, I think we talked about this. We talked about this when it was being brought up last year, but it was confirmed now. Yes. Disney's actually confirmed it that, uh, they did consider buying Twitter last year. Could you imagine? Yeah. I don't think that would have worked. Why? Because it, it would have been interesting. For it sure. would have Disney tends to do great on content creation. And horribly when they try to get into conversation control. That's a good point. Yeah. Anyway, um, so it's confirmed. There's a link in the show notes for it. They considered buying Twitter in 2016. I just thought that was a really interesting uh, consideration. Um, yes. I think they were like, oh, my God, this thing is really cool. We have money. Maybe we should buy it. Yeah. it would. <laughs> I'm guessing if and the thing is with with social media giants like that is it probably would have cost them close to what it cost them for Lucasfilm. Oh, for sure. I'm for guessing sure. at least two and a half, maybe three billion. If not more, maybe. I doubt it would have been over four. You think? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and Bob Iger, as I was alluding to earlier, announces he's leaving Disney. Yeah, he, this has been in the works for a while. Yeah. Um, he actually, hasn't he quit once already? No, he's talked about that he was going to be leaving, but then the purchase of Lucasfilm um, and Marvel has kind of pushed back a lot of his plans. Yeah. Um, but it looks like it's... Uh, from what he says, definite for mid-2019. Um, which I think is an interesting time, too, because it's right in the midst of um, the switch over to Phase 4 uh, for, for Marvel. Marvel. Yeah. Um, it's the ending of the uh, the sequel trilogy for Star Wars, and it's also right in, right before the release of uh, uh, Star Wars Land. He's going out on top. Sort of. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> or before it gets really bad. Could be. <laughs> All right, he's going out at the uh, pre-apex. Good call. You like that? Good way to put it. Um, then we only have a little bit of uh, like studio news with Disney is uh, Maleficent Two, um, which is trying to get its director. It looks like the Yakim Yiraning is in uh, is in talks to direct. Yep. Um, he directed Dead Men Tell No Tales. Oh, really? The, the most recent. Interesting. Pirates. Okay. And he's also signed on to do the next Pirates movie. Nice. 
So he's got he's got the chops. I I, I would say yes. All are awesome. We have uh, you know Fox, uh, which just debuted The Gifted this week. I don't know if you've watched it yet. I have not. I have not, but I want to. It looks really good. It's getting good reviews. Yeah, the wife and I were talking about trying to make time to watch it. Right, the show that Fox wanted to do before that was called Hellfire mm-hmm. about the Hellfire Club. Um, and the reason why they just did not follow through with it is because it would have been a great concept that would have had uh, very little character death, cool. uh, depth because it's about a whole bunch of yeah, megalomaniacal, megalomaniacal, megalomaniacal. Thank you. Yep. Um, world conquerors that have no character depth. Well, so it would have been boring right off the bat. I agree. Uh, well, Shaggy says he's watched the gift. He says good. Awesome. Thanks, Shaggy. Um, all right, so on to Marvel. Oh, well, Jessica Jones is um, happening, and well, it's, yeah, it's, in, it's in. It's almost done with uh, principal photography going into post production. Yeah, no, it's it, but it's slated for 2018, which I'm excited about because I I have a feeling it's coming out before Daredevil three. Oh, it is because Daredevil three hasn't even started filming. Yet. Yeah, so um, which is cool because. I feel like they're trying to get everybody onto the same seasons yeah, they, now. <laughs> from the from the order that I've heard is it's going to be Punisher next, then Jessica Jones, then I think Luke Cage is after that. And then Cage, yeah, because Cage, we had we had some news or we had talked about it at least. Yeah, there's uh, something minor today talking about how Iron Fist is going to be more involved in Luke Cage, which makes sense because again, the Iron Fist and and Luke Cage, they're they're yeah, they've been together for thirty years. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, man. So, small stuff, and and we're getting close to the end here. Trust me, people. Uh, Kevin Smith um, has started scouting for Jay and Simon Bob reboot. Yes. He posted a picture on Instagram, him behind a clerk counter, that kind of thing. Um, uh, uh, there's obviously a lot of people that are coming back for it. There's a lot of people who we've talked about that probably won't come back for it. Right. Um, but I'm I'm really happy this is happening. I listen to a lot of his stuff, uh, podcast wise, and. He's talked about how most, I, I I think at this point, 80 plus percent are coming back for the film, which is cool. Yeah, I think the only ones that, that are like long shots would be Ben Affleck. Um, and Matt Damon. I think Matt Damon's more likely. But also, I mean, Carrie Fisher has passed. Yeah, George Carlin's um, gone. And Carlin. But I mean, Hamill, I'm sure, will probably oh, yeah. pop up. Um, So I'm excited to see Tom who Parker. they... What's that? Cockknocker. Yeah, I'm excited to see who they end up getting for this. Um, I hope they get uh, Will Ferrell to come back. Is uh... <laughs> I do too, and I really hope that um, Walt Flanagan comes in and does and does some of his stuff. I mean, there's there's a lot of people who um, I, I'm I'm excited about this because this is not his really out there kind of Canuck trilogy stuff. This is like right. It's more of his bread and butter. He and he makes a point in this article of saying he doesn't own. Clerks. He doesn't own Mall Rats. He doesn't own Chasing Dogma Amy. or Chasing Amy. But he does own Jay and Silent Bob. And and being able to go back in that universe, but bring in the other Askew universe people, right. I think is really important. And I'm excited about what that. I would love because, as a Smith fan, I'm excited right. about that. Um, I would love it if Dante Hicks is now working at a Hot Topic. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Because for those of you who are Kevin Smith fans know, his sister manages a Hot Topic. Yeah, exactly. And Kevin Smith went and worked at a Hot Topic for a day. One day. <laughs> that was, was a good awesome. one. Uh, so, you know, that's exciting. Um, and on Stan and on um, Kevin Smith News, uh, you have to listen to what episode? What was it? It was it. Um, it wasn't Babylon. It wasn't Babylon. It must have been Fat Man on Batman. Um, 
But on one of his latest episodes, he talks about how he was basically slated to go in and hang out at this auction thing. And they're like, oh, actually, you're going to be the auctioneer. And he's like, wait, what? And so he stood up there and he did this whole thing. You have to listen to it. I, I, I got to find out what it was. But um, long and the short of it is, it was Stan Lee and him. They raised $25,000 for the hurricane relief. Oh, that's awesome. And it's it's through this various auctions of like a lunch uh, a, a place in a stand, in a uh Kevin Smith movie in the, in the reboot movie nice. and then um a uh, lunch with Stan Lee stuff like that um and there was some other stuff uh up for grabs Hollywood too Hollywood helpers but, right there Yeah it was really cool so I I'm, I'm glad that happened uh what do you got for Venom We've got a couple of bits of uh, Venom news it looks like that the the screenwriter that they're they're trying to get is the screenwriter who wrote 50 shades of gray I don't know choice. how that will go, but we shall oh, see. Well, um, maybe and it'll be cast, sexy. Uh, they cast uh, Jenny Slate, who this is where I'm bringing up Bob's Burgers. Uh, she does a voice of um, one of the um, friends of the family right. in like the high school student, the blonde high school student. It was Babel, right? Too little? I think it was Babel. He, see, talk, he, he did the whole story in the last episode. Was there one this last Sunday? Yeah. They were live in, uh, I'll find it. Go ahead and talk. Yeah, I just must not have heard it yet. No, I heard the one that they were in Oxnard. Mm, anyway. Is there continue. one since then? All right. So, um, yeah. So, Jenny Slate has been cast, and we have the Fifty Shades writer doing Venom. Uh, Sony really doesn't know what they're doing, do they? No, they're all over the place, uh, which is hilarious. I think, I think Jenny Slate is great. Fifty Shades writer, not a good idea. Well, um, I, I think because it's that writer, it's time to go to that movie and see what happens. Yeah, that's you know what I'm saying. <laughs> um, all right, actually, I saw this this Funko news as well, and I'm really excited. I think these look cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, I'm not gonna put the uh, the pictures up the pictures up because we're almost done. But Funko introduces eight bit pops. They're pretty cool. And there's like things like Dig Dug and Batman and all kinds oh, of stuff. I loved Dig Dug when I was a kid. Yeah, Dig Dug was like one of my favorite, 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 favorite games. Um, link in the show notes. Check it out. My sister Chris actually was one of the few video games she played. She used to play Dig Dug and she used to play Miss Pac-Man. That was basically it. Yeah. But Dig Dug, I mean, classic. Exactly. Uh, and convention news, the first, uh, and I only threw this in here because of you, uh, the first offsite event for Comic-Con 2018 has been announced, and this is a few days ago, but it's going to be a D23 member mixer. And do you want to know why they're doing this? Please tell me. Because they only do D23 every other year, so they don't have a D23 convention this year. So they need an outlet for it. Interesting. All right. Makes sense to me. That's why I threw it in there. I didn't figure you'd have an answer. All right. Um, well, that's it for Universal Usual. Are you done talking to me? Uh, well, dude, we've been going for over two hours now. Well, someone had 27 trailers to watch. So. I have 48. Get it right. <laughs> so thanks for tuning in to the Usual Podcast. If you have comments or questions, you can find us at usualpodcast.com. Emails at theusualpodcast at gmail.com. And we are on Facebook, Google+. Plus. Pinterest, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube. I'm missing some. It's hard to say. I'm at Doth Pops on Twitter. Will is at I'm Will Craig's. We're going to say something. No, I'm going to fall asleep. <laughs> um, it's been a long night, and that's okay. If you want to support the show, please definitely uh, audibletrial.com slash usual podcast is a great way to support the show. You can get an audio book on us for free. 
And the best way to support our show, you can give us as much money as you want. More is better, but it's fine. Um, a buck or two an episode, patreon.com slash usual podcast. Um, we will do trailer time. You will get that in your Patreon, very own Patreon, uh, Dropbox, uh, blooper reels from every episode because believe me, there are many and, um, and early access to the shows, uh, because we, I'm sucking at editing and sometimes it's like, <laughs> Here's early access. And then I post a show like four hours later. I try not to do that, but it's been crazy. But anyway, thank you for everybody who supports the show. Thanks for tuning in on Twitch and, um, definitely check out. I do. I also stream on Friday nights, twitch.tv slash usual podcast. I do our what's an ops group night. Yep. Um, and that's a lot of fun as well. And we also, uh, you know, you can come to our stream anytime because we tend to host other, uh, other channels as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, including Kidly and a few other great gamers. So if you if you like Twitch, hit us up even when we're not on because we do host other great uh, content. Indeed. Uh, so man, uh, can we get out of here? Because I'm uh, you're the one pulling it, dragging it along. I'm dragging it along because it looks like you're gonna pass out, which is great. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's get out of here. Uh, yeah, everybody, just make sure you have a fun. Have fun. We'll see you all next week. Peace. <laughs>